Stuff because that'd be the best stuff in the back when, we, <laughs> when we prepare and have a conversation. That'd be like the good stuff right there sometimes. So we already, yes, indeed. Yes, yes. All right, well, <clears throat> here we go. Let's get, let's, let's get it started. Let's get it started. All right, y'all. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette's, aka the Preaker. What? I can't even hold my excitement for today, y'all. Listen, I am past super excited today because in the building today, I have none other than my sister friend, my Peter, my... (laughs) (laughs) She's my everything. I have none other than Erica... Davis in the building and Erica, I thank you. We're gonna go ahead. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I'm gonna pray us in first. Okay. And then I want you to come and just let the people know whatever it is you want them to know about who you are, all that good stuff. And then I will give the topic of discussion because Erica has no idea what we're talking about today. Uh, okay. I told y'all. <laughs> I love doing it. I love um just like, and I'm so excited that people, and I'm so grateful that people continue to come and sit down with me while even on the topic. Like that just, it just makes my heart feel good that people trust me enough to come in and just sit down and chit chat with me without even knowing what the topic is. So, but anyway, let me go ahead and get into this word of prayer. And then the next voice you will hear will be Erica Davis. She's going to tell you whatever she wants to share for the people to know. And then We'll go from there. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, first and foremost, God, thanking you for this day, Lord God, thanking you for waking us up this morning, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for my sister, Erica, Lord God, who has uh, chiseled time out of her busy schedule, Father God, to come and sit down and chit chat with me, Lord God. I do not take it lightly, Lord God. I just thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, I ask that the time be restored, Lord God, that she's given me right now, Lord God. Lord, I ask that you touch everything that she puts her hands to, Father God. May you uh, financially bless her business, Lord God, her children, Lord God, her legacy, Lord God. Lord, let everything that she does, Lord God, continue to manifest and grow the kingdom, Father God. May it continue to be uh, prosperous, Lord God, and that it will be able to help those that are waiting just for what she has, Lord God. So Lord, we thank you. We honor you, Lord God. May something that is said today, Father God, be able to equip, ignite, assist some person, Father God. Even if it's just one, Lord God, we will be excited because you will get the glory. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, 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 and amen. Amen. Whatever you you want the people to know about Erica, and then I will give you the topic after you do that. Because usually something that 
people say like when y'all when you talk about and introduce yourself it always seems to lead to the topic or then it gives me another question so i'm gonna go ahead and let you get the people what you want okay well my name is erica lauren um my moniker is L Davis. L Davis Design is what I own and who I um, usher forth to the people, to the masses. I am an interior design um, specialist and creative. I am also um, owner or founder of a nonprofit in a girls group. Um, the nonprofit is Heart of Louise. It is a an autism advocacy um, organization that I usher in with my daughter. What I would like to know for you all and the world to know about me is that I am an intra extrovert, which means I can be introverted and extroverted at times. It depends. I'm real peculiar about the place, places I love to go and visit. Um, and so I'm, when I'm there, I'm live. But then I'm like, I'm, I'm live for about an hour. <laughs> you got me for a good time frame and then we're out because um, I love to just go and be in my space where I can create and do the things that I want to do. Um, I am, I'm just moved by a lot of things now as I'm growing and changing. I've had a million jobs, um, unlike my counterpart, George Jack here, she, she's had a million and one. <laughs> so I kind of like bounce off her other half and I am now in a state where I am doing the things that I love to do versus doing the things that I have to do. So um, that is come with that comes a whole different mind frame of how I create and how I live and the intentionality of it all. I am just, I'm just in love with where I am. It isn't easy. It isn't easy, but it is, um, you know, some, it's a, sometimes it can be all over the place to somebody looking outside in on me, but it's all well-measured steps for me. Um, I have been in an, an interior designer for some time and now ushering it through, um, it's been a, this is the first few years of it. We started in 2019, um, and now are moving forward. The pandemic allowed, pandemic allowed us to, um, simmer. And so now we're branching out and doing lots more and the creative juices are flowing and the love and the um difference um what we what we learned from that point to now is coming through and it's branching a lot of things and so i'm just in love with it all awesome yes i'm on fire because you know it's 95 degrees here now <laughs> yes it is it's hot as the bejesus outside so Yes. But look, and it's funny because you actually, you said exactly what the topic that we're going to talk about. You made reference to it. So that's <laughs> why I always do it because I'm telling you, it never ceases to amaze me. And you said, so the topic today and what we're going to talk about is because as I was going through, I mean, I've known you for a long time now. However, I was just going through and looking at some of the things that you're doing now and just like, okay, God, where do you want me to go? with Erica, what do you want me to ask her? What is it that you want me to dive into? And so I, I came up with the, I had a, a whole longer title, but I was like, no, and it kind of, so I just simplified it when I heard. And, and so the title is, I know I've been changed. And you just said that oh, I've changed. <laughs> that is my song. Like, so where's my mic? Hold on for one second. 
need to get my microphone. So, oh my goodness. True story. That is one of my favorite songs. And the beginning of the song is I love that song. I don't sing, so I'm not making fun of the singer or anybody. That's just how I start the song. It's by LaShun yeah. Pace, a very uh, renowned, beautiful, gifted singer. I'm not I'm not repeating what she, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get dressed. In. I love, when I tell you I love, love, love that song. I have it on tape. That's how old that song is, but into it. <laughs> so that is, but it's more to it. So it says, I know I've been changed. Dot, 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 dot. Subtitle is living, loving, and learning. And those are your words that I saw when I went diving in. Because at first I had, is not where you from, is where you at. Yes. And then I was like, hmm. But I wanted to go. And so then he gave me, I know I've been changed. And like yes. I, said, I was looking at your, your website and just looking at some of the things that you're doing now. And I love that when I saw that living, loving and learning. And so yes. I was like, wow, that ties right into, I know I've been changed. Yes. So my, my first question to you is, who is Erica now versus who she used to be? And so that is, um, it's a multi-layered question. Mm -hmm. um, only because I'm so, I am now realizing if you would have asked me maybe even two years ago, three years ago, I would have gave like a monochromatic answer where I just would have said, oh, she's this, this, she's a mom, she's a business person. But there's so many different layers that I know now um, and that has come with time. I'm now a woman in my 40s and so things have opened up. And to me, like you hear people say when they enter in a new generation or new decade, they're like, this is the best years. But right now for me, this has been the best years. I and I pray for the next decade to be the best years too. But um, who I am, who I was then, um, was still figuring out. I thought I knew. Mm. And I did know. I did know partially. But I wasn't executing who I was. Mm. Then I was, oh gosh, I was so interested in moving and getting there fast that I didn't realize that I had to go through things to, in order to enjoy where I would be and to learn the lessons of what, so I wouldn't keep doing the thing. So if in the twenties and, you know, my teens and twenties, even going into my early thirties, I was like, Oh, I know who I, this is, this is, you know me, but this is <laughs> the world comes to you. I know who I am, you know, and nobody can tell me, you know, that type of mind frame, which I, I did have. Um, now I look back at that person like you had an idea, but you didn't know how to execute it. And so life one humbled me. Um, experiences taught me and um, God molded me. Mm, and that's, that's another good. thing that I had. I always have, you know, I was a young church girl, but I wasn't learning like I should and I wasn't processing it. Um, and now I know and I'm smart enough and I'm learned enough not 
completely in the place where I need to be because I'm changing every day. And so I'm learning a new person that I change into on a regular basis. So ask me in a year, it might be somebody different. You might, it's redhead now. <laughs> I might be blue by the time you see me next year, blue with a little bit of rainbow because I got some stuff. But I think who I am now is a person that I know then, but has had a chance to settle down into herself a little bit more and learn. And then the love of God. I understand the love of God and listening more and meditating my way through it a little bit more than just rushing through. Um, I rushed through a lot of things that I needed to stop and listen and learn from. And I repeated a lot of things that I didn't have to repeat because I rushed through Mm. Um, and move my way through. So who I am now is somebody that is willing to sit back and be quiet, willing to sit back and take a lesson um, and willing to just, you know, uh, and I understand that sometimes I am a better background player than the upfront person. Mm. So I like that. I love being the background support system to wherever I, I need to be. And I don't always have to be up front because in the background, that's where the work is getting done to push something through. So I love that part just as much. And I can appreciate just sitting back and relaxing. Um, this was the year you knew of my shut up. So I knew I had to, I, I can listen a little bit more. So that's where I am now. And I, mm. well, I can't wait to see what God has for the next steps. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. And so when did you know um, you had changed? And I got a couple different things in a couple different areas. So when did you know you had changed spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially? Um, so when did when did you know that those changes took place in those areas? Different levels, different levels. Um, but I really noticed a in-depth change last year and this year. I grew um, in the word a little when I was in my tw late 20s, early 30s. But I think it was the more of the motions going through the motions. Like I go to, I go to church on Sunday. I come home and I do what I need to do. Um, I go to church on Sunday. I come home and do what I need to do the rest of the week. You, you know what I mean? I read the Bible on um, Bible study or during the early morning service when you're coming in between midway between Sunday school and then you're not really attending Sunday school, but you get there long enough just to say you attended and you know, go right into service. And I got what I needed then and I read. And it wasn't until um, I had, I found that I was pregnant with my first daughter and I was having a lot of complications and I decided to read the Bible all the way through, you know, just praying and trying to understand and, you know, do certain things to go through the motions of like I was um, trying to understand something. Mm. But in I, I loved God. I've always had a love of God, but it wasn't until I had nothing left. Um, I had things, material things, but I had nothing left 
to try and hold on to in my mind to say I was, I mean, I needed him. It wasn't until I had like a full like mental break. Not, I don't want to use that because people who have mental breakdowns, I don't want to um, put a light mood on this. And I wasn't saying that's something that I was physically going through, but it was something I had physically and mentally drained my own self mm. to the fact that I didn't have anything else to give. And it was like, I was starting to re release certain things. And it was like my whole life I have been in church and read and studied. But at the same time, when I finally stopped playing with it in my own way, mm. when I really picked up to say, okay, I need you. And I sat back to listen for what he said. And I actually found things, found answers and heard him speaking to me. It was like, it was a whole new thing. I've read whole books of the Bible, but it's like when I read it now, it's a whole different take. And so I just, so to me, when people ask, it's like I started over this year and it's like the things that I experience now, I am, it's like a baby, like being open to mm -hmm. something new. It's like, oh, I saw that before and I knew it, but I know it for myself in a whole way because now I'm grown, grown. <laughs> I'm not just hearing it like, you know how somebody tell you a story or you sit back and watch a movie like you watch Coming to America. I say this all the time because that's the movie that I see. And you don't realize how many famous people are in there till you watch it like two or three different times. It's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. That's how I feel now where when I get to the place and it's like, I'll be reading Jeremiah and it's like, I mean, it's right there. Right there. Um, in any book, you could take any book. Ecclesiastes is one of my favorite books, but it's like, oh, it's just, it opens your mind up. And it's almost like somebody takes the finger and go, bing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you see, it's like new eyes. When you get, uh, you take your glasses off after you got LASIK and it's like, oh my gosh, this is all out here. <laughs> that's how I feel. And so that's for me, I think that happened this year. And with me, it was being at a job that was draining the life out of me. It was being in a situation with my family that was draining me. Um, in me, I am a type A person that I try and go hard in every area. And it also broke me down and to realize that I'm not in control. Mm. So that's what I mean when I had the breakdown of I had nothing left because I was so busy, even though I'm reading and I'm understanding that God is all powerful and all knowing. And, you know, you know, the battle is not mine. I don't know how many times we've sang that song in church, but I'm sitting here still. I had to let go of all of that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yes. All right. So that was your spiritual. How did you know you had changed like physically as well or financially or mentally? Or I mean, that probably kind of tied in together. The mental yeah. and the spiritual. Financially, it was when I decided to walk away from my job of, mm. you know, on a leave of absence. Um, you hear that I had a wake up call. I was moving in fear. I knew it was time for me to leave a certain situation. Um, for a little bit. And sadly, it took a lot of different reminders to let me know. And what I know now is that when you're in a situation and 
God has told you to do something and you're disobedient. Sometimes it can be, you can be made uncomfortable in an area until you make that move. Um, it was me holding out in fear and thinking I can still control the situation. I didn't want to move or I didn't want to take a leap um, because I thought, well, maybe if I do this or I can, you know, kind of do both. I can have one foot here and I can have another foot over here mm. and still kind of work that thing. And, and I could hear guys and no, I told you to leave that <laughs> a while ago. And so it became increasingly difficult. And the run, one of the reasons why I didn't want to is because I said, oh, I'm not financially ready. I'm not, um, I don't think I can do this. And it was like, well, I didn't think, I didn't ask you to say what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wow. ask you what you thought. Wow. And I had to, that was a, you know, I was talking to one of my mentors who I adore and he was saying, um, you're going through a, he said, what you're not understanding is it, is it, is it you don't want to move or your faith? What is going on? You're having a faith moment. Um, and I said, I am in fear. And he said, well, what are you going to do about it? So I had to sit back and I would pray and I would talk um, to God. And for me, I understand now that talking to God is a conversation that it's 90% talking to him. I'm sorry, it's 10% talking to him and 90% listening. And so I would, oftentimes after I said a prayer, I would get up and move about the house. And it's like, no, I'm supposed to sit and relax and have that feedback or have the visualization of what um, is to come. If there is no answer, there is an answer. And I need to be patient in the waiting time. So, but when I got an answer to move and I put everything as a roadblock in between me moving, so I didn't. And a big part of that was the financial piece. Mm -hmm. And so I had to be humbled on that aspect and understand, brought to a fact that God is a provider. As he said, his word is through and through with it of how he will provide for you um, if you're doing and being in his will. So one thing I do when I pray is I repeat the things that God has told me what he would do um, in his word for me and for all of his children. But I'm praying for me. So I'm talking to him <laughs> on, on what I'm. So what we the conversation that we have and Lord, you provide. You said, you said, you said what yes. you, you want. And so and God's word will you know, he says, test me. So I am going back on that to say, okay, God, this is what you said to me. Yes, he does. You know, you are not a man. You will not lie to me. So I had to come back on that. And I had to be, I had to um, look at what I was asking for too. Um, but for that, I said, God, I heard and I understood um, what you want, what you asked me to do. Now, I don't have a whole plan layout, so I don't want anybody listening or watching today to say, okay, God gave me this whole layout. No, he gave me one step. The strategy will come and we can discuss this. This will go into a whole nother hour or two going over strategy, but I don't have the complete strategy yet, but I know it is given to me, it's downloaded to me 
um, at periods of time of where I need to go. But I do have a plan of action for right now. Um, and God sees the bigger picture, even when I don't. So financially, that was one of the big things. And I can say, without a doubt, uh, he has been a tremendous provider for me. I have I wake up with the intention of thanking him every single day because of it, even, you know, in spite of. Um, and it has also taught me to be smart about in those areas and to be a respecter of um what I make mm -hmm. and how I make it um, and how I spend it um, where before I was, I wasn't a respecter of the debt. <laughs> 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 it was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, that's awesome. And when you were talking, it's funny because this morning um, I shared Proverbs 16 mm -hmm. and I read the whole thing and just like looking back now, like Proverbs 16, three says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Yes. And then it also says about, we can make the plans, but God directs our path. And so, you know, we, <clears throat> that's Proverbs 16, three, we can make our own plans, but the mm -hmm. Lord gives the right answer. And so even if you don't have the, the whole thing, like he doesn't give it to us all the time. Yes. And sometimes it's just about being faithful and being obedient and trusting him. And so that's <clears throat> right. We we if we had the whole plan, child, we probably you wouldn't you already said you 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 didn't leave when he told you. So if we had the whole plan and, and because of the fear, mm -hmm. that will stop us definitely because you're like, what? I mean, you want you know, and so as he gives it, we just have to be ready to receive it and then just continue working and just turn it over to him. Like you said, each and every day, because he gave me partial of the plan and I was still like, Oh, I don't think that could be done. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to be, I'm on step eight. Like, I don't know how it's going to happen. Well, I didn't even get B and C yet. <laughs> so if he gave me the whole entire picture, I'm like, Oh my gracious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's true. So, I mean, we just got to trust him and we just, and that's why he gives us a little bit at a time. And even though we say we want to know, we really don't because we won't. I yes. mean, we, we really don't because yeah. you'll be like, just like you said, like, oh, no, he just told me to do this and this and I can't even do them two things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not even at the gate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's the truth. It's the truth. So, what does living loving and learning mean to you today? Because just like you said, you know, you talked about earlier, even when I asked you, you know, who are you now versus who you used to be? I mean, we're forever changing and we're in, we go through so many different seasons and especially, I mean, just people, period. Mm -hmm. um, I can only speak from a woman's perspective because I'm a woman, but I know we mm -hmm. definitely, like we go through so many yeah. changes you know and we are <clears throat> as they say emotional creatures and so but what does that mean to you like today and because it may change like you know mm -hmm. that different next year but right now today what does that that mean to you it means for me um i am in a state of all three um living living really living before I thought I was living. Oh. 
before it's so funny when you're in a different place when you you know when i was single or married i got married early fairly early but um i thought you know getting my check driving my car and i was in my own house i was living it's, it's a different phase where you are in your life you know and loving i was i was so in love like <laughs> <laughs> but um live it's for me it's a it's a different place it's and it may mean different things to other people but it's always doing those things to the best of your ability with what and never stop learning how to do either mm. you never want to stop living you never want to stop learning you never want to stop loving um, and each one is a different level of the other. Um, you know, what I thought was living before is wasn't, I could look back and I could say, I don't want to go back to that. And I thought that was just the real deal thing for me then. And I don't, what I've learned now is I don't need much to be happy in the place that I am in. Um, and I don't need to be around a whole bunch of people to feel the love. And I don't even need to be around people to feel love now. Um, what God has showed me was that he, no matter where I am, he is always there. And that's what I need. Now, I love, you know, friends, family. I love being able to shop and I love being able to travel and things like that. And I'm a foodie, so I love that too. But um he has given me a certain peace, a peace of mind that um, I just, it can't be replaced with certain things in certain places. So I just love that. So I can find the beauty in all of those things. And that's what I try and put forth every day. Like you don't necessarily need to be on 10 all the time to have the best moment in life. I told somebody that I can live in a box and be completely happy. Um, I don't want to, but I could. Um, it's just you have to get to where you are, where that that peace of mind is for you. And mentally, a lot of it takes some folks a little bit of time to do that. Um, but being at peace and being content where you are, too, also helps. Gratitude is a big, big thing that will help you understand all three and be at peace with all three. No matter what the situation is, you have to find some kind of um, moments where you can find gratitude because that gratitude and that graciousness opens up doors to other things. So mm. that's that is um, where I am with the living, loving and learning piece of it. It never stops. We never until the day we die. We are always doing each one of those. If you stop living and, you know, anything that does not grow is dead. So you're not a dead person. So keep doing all three as much as you can. Each day has a different set of challenges and not to say that it would be easy, but you keep going the best way that you can. Because somebody else is learning from your journey just mm. as much and their journey is helping someone else. So. Absolutely. Like that's, you know, like, oh, well, I gotta go through all this because <laughs> somebody else. And we think it's about us, and it really ain't even about us at the end of the day. Like, it's about you going through that thing so you can share it and teach it to someone yes. else so that they yes. can 
you know, then in turn, like you said, teach it, grasp it, learn it and teach it to yeah. someone else. And so that we can continue to plant those seeds and, and, you know, and let them grow. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So who are some of your, your mentors, your motivators, your business moguls who like, who do you look to for, you know, <clears throat> mentoring, motivating and like, you know, well, yes. Um, I have my favorite mentor is Kevin West, one of my favorite mentors, one of my favorite people. Um, he, we attend church together. Um, he was my first mentor outside of uh, when I was in the Air Force. And um, now then going into my uh, contracting and civilian life, um, he's been there for the last 20 plus years, mm. you know, giving me good guidance and he's a teacher at heart. He's not a teacher by trade, but he's a teacher at heart. And he, you know, puts the word um, into your everyday life um, to understand it. And I just love it. And I love our conversations and how he completes, keeps it completely 100% um, real with me um, and downloads the word into me in a, in a, good way. So I just, I appreciate him and his teaching and I can go to him and we have some of the best conversations, um, about the word and just life in general. Um, so I do appreciate him and I tell him every time I tell him he's one of my favorite people. Um, (laughs) you are one of my good, good friends and sisters and I love. And so I, um, I always say I'm an encourager of, of things and people because I just love to cheer people on. But you are one of the uh, best cheerleaders I have. And so I can always, always hear you. I, I don't even have to see you. <laughs> I can hear that in the back of the room. And I said, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> so I, I love and appreciate you. You know, I will always, 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 always sing your praises because um, you are just an amazing person. And I cannot, I I pray, and I know you do, but I pray the day that you see yourself the way everybody sees you and the way God sees you, most importantly, the way God sees you and how, you know, we are all here to help somebody else um, get somewhere. And you truly put that to action every day, whether it's, either known by a little or known by a lot. Um, The most important thing is that God is seeing it and is allowing you to use your gifts. And I don't think there is one gift that God hasn't given you that you haven't put to use in some way. (laughs) I think if God just nudged you on the shoulder and said, I think I want her to do nails today and she got it and she running with it. Not everybody has that. Like, I have loved to design for so long. I will go in a room and I can rearrange a room, but it wasn't until recently that I've worked in my gift. I don't think you sit and wait for that thing. And that is um, a true blessing because we are supposed to be doers of the word and (laughs) doers in life, not just simply, simply sitting back thinking about it. So I love that. But uh, we got to put brakes on sometimes when you, cause she'll, she'll hit it and be gone. It's like, where'd she go? <laughs> <laughs> so 
You yeah. are one of my um good oh, one of my God. biggest cheerleaders and best um people that I can talk to about things that we can bring it back to a you know when the microphone is off when the camera is off that we can add you know we can share things that you know about me that the world won't know won't ever you know the secrets that I wouldn't want to get out you would know some and that um I just know that I could trust you with that so um there's some up other people that, oh, people, famous people that don't know that they're my best friends in my head. Um, I used to, I read like different books. I keep Architectural Digest and design books here, like People Keep Essence magazines. And so there are some designers that I absolutely just love. I was such a big fan of B. Smith who passed away a few years ago. And I love Iman in the designing aspect. Um, Naomi Campbell from just, you know, I just, I don't know how hard I can pray to God to get my body to, but, <laughs> you know, from, <laughs> I just love Vern Yip. I, I, I love and oh, I study boy. Vern Yip, who is a, a interior designer. Um, I love just his style. Um, just, you know, Nate Burkus. I love, there are a few un, unknown um, Instagrammers that I love and I follow. I am, I, I can go into Home Goods and stay. I walk into Home Goods with a with a coffee cup or a teacup, and I'm in there like how most you know retirees are in Home Depot. I'm just in my element. I'm smiling. I'm not even in there to buy nothing. I'm just like, hey, how you all? <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Do we get anything new in stock, Jim? Something I don't know. It's like, show me the pillows. Where are the new pillows today? These were yesterday. I I just love it. So. Um, those are some of my design inspiration. I just love, you know, flipping between different styles. I can talk all day about um, the different materials, design and things like that. So I love um, watching those people work. Um, mm -hmm. And even the the individuals who are using their gifts without the background knowledge of schooling and things like that, because I don't down either either side. Um, if you have a gift, you have a gift. And if you're yes. working with a gift, I love it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I had, you know, I, 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 I dabble in that design too. So as you were saying, as you was, I love how you said that they like, they my best friends in my head. And then yes. like, I thought about Candace Olsen too. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> she is one of the reasons I have her on my website. She is one of um, the reasons I have her books. Um, my sister and I, my sister calls me um, uh, the black Martha Stewart because I like to do some things. So it is Martha Stewart, too. Um, but yes, Candace Olsen. I, yeah, she's like one of the like she's classic. Like I, yes. I love, I've been watching her like forever. And when you said Vern, like I love Vern, too. Like mm -hmm. I just love their style. Like yes. the things that Candace like she was doing stuff way before it even was like, yes. And and in fact, you know what I mean? Like she was she was doing groundbreaking stuff that we hadn't even had yet. And I was like, dang, where does lady come from? Like oh, she's yeah. so yeah, she she's like fire. Like, yes. Yeah, I know. We could talk about that. I mean, that's definitely something that Erica and I definitely share. We love that. Um, that is definitely one of my passions. Like yes. design is just it does, and it helps in so many other ways, like that creativity, just like it allows you to do so much. So, 
All right, well, I, I want to shift gears a little bit mm-hmm. and talk about your your whole autism and, and why is autism so important to you? Because I know that that definitely needs to be heard too. But why is autism so important to you? My oldest daughter was diagnosed with autism at between the ages of um, six and seven. She, and maybe even a little later on in the years of seven, she, seven years old, she, um, we didn't understand it in the beginning. So we were moving between doctor to doctor and therapist to therapist trying to figure out. And they each told us um, it may have been just a, a mild to severe case of ADHD. So I had never heard of autism actually before my daughter. And I, I don't know why I haven't, or I no, I heard of it in speaking, but not it wasn't prevalent to me. So it wasn't in an everyday conversation. I may have heard it in passing, um, but it wasn't something that I knew completely about and I understood it. Um, and when we received the diagnosis, um, it wasn't a relief. You know how sometimes you get um, like, oh, that's what it is. It, was, it wasn't that type of feeling. So it wasn't a hallmark moment. It wasn't something that was a, was easy to come to. We were, she was a premature born baby and she grew into the top 50th percentile as far as weight, height, um, you know, just growth in general. And then around the age of two, when she was talking, we would notice a little bit of the speech regression, um, the dialing back and going to babbling versus the words that she was saying. And so that became, um, it was a little odd to notice at first. And then we were under Kaiser um, Hospital and her pediatrician, um, a young black pediatrician um, who was a mother herself, she noticed um, the change in, in Corinne and we started to talk and she says, well, I don't think, and I really do think you should look into this a little bit more. And after the moving from the military to this, you know, um, hospital, we were thinking that we would have either heard something earlier before that. And when she brought it to us, it was kind of out of the blue. And I said, I don't think so. She said, no, I believe you should. And you may want to get started early while you have the time. And I'm so glad she did. And so I want to say the importance of doctors that look like us and that can speak to us a little bit more um, are so important because we were kind of shuttled from physician to physician or services um, from services to services, almost like it was a matter of fact type situation. And we were just in there being seen. It was like, okay, she's good. She's good. She's good. Take, come back in two weeks or come back in when it's time for her to get her shots. But it wasn't until that young black doctor took a notice and her to say, no, I want to, you know, let's talk a little bit and let me hear her say a few words. None of the doctors had ever asked my daughter to say anything in the hospital. They would just take her temperature, take her weight, take her height. Um, And it wasn't until that doctor turned around and looked and told her, say, say something or say this, say this. And then she heard my daughter babble a little and she says, no, let's do this and let's move forward and trying to get you into 
um, seeing the right people because maybe I'm not seeing something or I'm, I'm looking too deep into something. And so I'm so glad that she did because it gave us the start of something. I was just thinking that my daughter was two. And so um, she still, you know, that is just a part of it. She was my first child. I had no, no inkling um, of that. And then is when the minute that started to happen, the babbling, it was like, it then progressed. So years later, um, we've been in, um, from seeing from her first diagnosis, her, from her diagnosis, we've been in, um, several different programs that'll help her adjust and to help us understand the process. So autism is very, very important. You know, autism advocacy in itself is very, very important to me um, because I came from a spot where I didn't know and now it's prevalent. And um, that's unfortunate, but at the same time, we wanna make sure that those kids don't, that are diagnosed with autism are not treated like they're in an unfortunate situation. And so that's where I'm looking at for my daughter, it seems like she was shuffled from place to place trying to get her um, into a situation that fit right for her and her ability where I want to be the person that can open up the doors. And it may not be me. It may be us as a catalyst to do something. And I'm perfectly fine with that to say this is something that someone else can come into. So with our organization, which is Heart of Louise, it's an advocacy program for um, individuals that are um, have intellectual delays and have been diagnosed with autism spe uh, spectrum disorder because the spectrum is very wide for um, youth and adults. And so it can come to, they can have an organization to go to where we're not asking or constantly fighting to find placement for them. They have their their inclusive organizations that will help them adjust and be, you know, I don't want to have to fight for my daughter to get a job in the world. I want her, I want to make a space for her to have um, something where she can go to and enjoy um, with unapologetically be able to live her life without, you know, um, any, you know, hindrance from anyone else. But I also want to make sure the world is more inclusive for her too at the same time. And that people are understanding because people tend to turn off what they don't know. And so um, being that autism is now, um, children are diagnosed, it's one in 54. When she was young and was diagnosed, it was maybe one to 300, 500 or something like that. Um, she's now a 19 year old young adult. And so it's changed a lot and it's there's a lot more that's known about it. And, but there's still more to do because it's still the sectioning off of individuals um, when it comes to these things. And it's almost like they're pushing them into more of a, a um, hospitality field to push them in a back like back room to just do these other services when they are so much more and their minds are so much you know more equipped to handle a lot of things that we are the world isn't giving them a chance to do so we want to shine the light on that that's awesome mm -hmm. i love it <clears throat> and so and then share you you also have the opportunity to be part of a project. So tell them about that. That was awesome. Your book. I'm trying to remember which project. Your book. Oh, 
please, April, don't get mad at me. <laughs> That's all right. That's what I got. Oh, Lord, I'm so saying so, so many things going on. And I am thankful for that. I, I'm, it's a good busy. I'm, I, I will never complain about being busy. I'm a productive busy now. Before yeah. I was busy body doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank God for the places now. Um, yes, autism um, matters. Is I, uh, it was, it's my first chance of being um, in a book and writing um, a chapter in a book. Uh, April Green is the visionary behind that project. She is a mom of three um, children diagnosed with autism. And so if you can imagine one child diagnosed with autism is a lot, but she is a, um, she has that super strength where she can, she, she's been blessed to um, have these babies. And she came to us it's about eight. I want to say, I don't want to mix the numbers up. It was eight, maybe so authors. And we each gave a chapter in the book. And so um, my story is on, it's, you have to read it. It's on grief, but it's not what you think. Um, it's going along with, uh, it's called good grief. And what I meant by that is I was grieving a living situation, a situation that wasn't dead and wasn't going anywhere, but I was grieving as if it was no hope in it. So you just have to read the chapter. I won't give the whole thing away. But yes, I that was last year. We were number one in Amazon mm-hmm. um, for that week in children's books and children's books with special, special needs, um, special education books. So I was so happy that I was screenshotting everywhere and sending it to everybody. So. Exactly, exactly. Autism relationships matter. So, yes, yes I was you excited can get it about it on that. Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. Yes. Autism relationship matter. So, yes. absolutely. So, now, well, what's up ahead for Erica? What what what's ahead for Erica? Ooh, whatever God has for me. You know what's <laughs> funny when we did our um New Year's um New Year's uh I don't do what Goals. is it called? Yes, but I don't do like what's that? What's that word that they call it? Resolutions. 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 I don't usually do resolutions, but um, you had went around and you asked us what do our what are our plans for twenty twenty one, and I said whatever guy has for me because it's going to be better than what I could ever imagine for myself, and I said that, and I still (laughs) I have been doing that because none of this I think would have this whole year. Um has gone some way that I can't even imagine. I could have not imagined it going. And I'm so grateful that it is. Um, So what's next? What I have planned is to ramp up the interior design business. And I'm so grateful that it has opened a lot of doors and people are taking notice and um, contacting us to do their services and jobs um, at their place or their um, designs at their spaces. We're a residential and commercial design company. So we do both office and in home spaces. And I just, you know, I thought it would be slow going at first um, because of the pandemic. And now that the world is starting to open up a little bit, it's it's starting to ramp up. And so I'm so grateful for that. Uh, and I don't take any of it for granted. I am also working with Corinne. She is the VP of Heart of Louise. And so we are bringing that online 
and some of the things we want to make sure the parents are um, know that we're out there. And so some of the things that we're trying to work on with her are um, a few of the um, times that they can go over to the community centers and have some of the events there. Some of the events that we had before were all virtual. And so we're going to have like a hybrid mix for a while of virtual and then in-person events at a small scale until we can um, move it up a little bit. Um, and whenever the parents in the area are, are comfortable with coming out, but we still want to keep the um, people that we've met in the virtual world adjusted to us too, because we are a DMV based, DMV metropolitan area based area, uh, organization and company and that goes for L Davis too. But the World Wide Web has allowed us to reach out to um, everyone. So we want to keep those relationships going too. So um, that's what's next for us. I'm also having my hands open for whatever God is going to pour because that is going <laughs> I tell you, I told you, I said my hand going to look like a cup. I'm going to be ready to, you know, and I also have, I told myself too, you know, cause this is a, a funny question that people don't really realize or think it, they think it through what they have. We always say we have plans, but last year I had a planner's book that I was ready. The first picture of like in January, I was like, I got my planner's book and I'm filling up with all the things I'm going to do. And none of those things happen. <laughs> Nothing happened. I was sitting right there and I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. Trips, everything was just done. So that went to show me what, what that showed me was I have plans that I want to do. And I have these things and I have goals and I've asked God to order my steps on the goals that I, I have. Um, mm. but, uh, and I, but I also have to be willing to adjust to what he's going to show me mm. and what he's not going to allow me to do. Because even though I have mm. those goals, they may not be the things that he wants me to walk into. So I have to be ready to say, okay, that's a cross off the list and that's not going to happen. Mm. And I have to be okay with it. Um, there is a thing that I have on my, just allow me, I'm sorry, one second to grab this off of my mirror. I wanted to read it to you. It's that's good. That's good right there. We go. Ooh, that's the big It's thing. on a mirror because I have a lot of boards back here. I don't know if you can see with like mm -hmm. little words that keep me um open. But it's a um a word that I saw, a quote that I saw, and I wrote it down and I keep it and I read it every morning. It says, be so confident about God's plan that you don't even get upset anymore when things don't go your way. So I have read, to be wait, ready. Wait, to wait, wait, wait. Read that again. Read that again, please. So this is not my word. So I do understand that it doesn't read like in proper English, but that's okay. It's be so confident about God's plan that you don't get upset anymore when things don't go your way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I had. And that came to me because I was doing a lot of things and I was like, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. But I understand for me, you have to get to a point where you know where God is trying to get you to go. You may not know the whole thing and some things will, it'll be aha moments a lot. Um, but if you're working and going in or you're moving in his will and understanding where he's trying to, you may not understand all the time, but you know that he is trying to take you to the next step. I'm not going to get upset or I used to have a fit like, oh my gosh, this isn't working out. I have no idea what's going on. 
it's working as long as I am constantly one seeking him and making sure I'm staying in his will for me. This is how it works in my life and I can't move back or I'm not moving back from it anymore. Um, and I know that I am going to keep listening to where he wants me to go and moving when I need to move. I also ask for fortitude to move because sometimes, and for me, I will stop and be like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 That's kind of wild. <laughs> exactly. Mm. But yes. So I saw that um, that is not, I'm not the author, author of those words. I took that from somebody else, but I love that. Oh, I don't know who the author of that was. It was a quote that I saw somewhere, but I said that is for that moment when I was going through that day, that is what he needed me to hear. So I mm -hmm. keep that next to my mirror where I, I read it every morning. And I also um, had another one that I <laughs> came off. What got me through with being angry at my one job, it came to me. It said, stop, do what you're supposed to do so you can stop being so angry. Mm. <laughs> Wow. I was going to work mad every day, like. Wow. <laughs> and that popped up right on my screen. It was like, do what you're, you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do. What are you doing? Mm. So don't get mad. You're doing what you want to do here. So that was wow. Okay. That's the whole word, mind. though. Because some people, mm -hmm. God has told people to do stuff and they ain't doing it and they still mad and angry. Well, that's because you ain't doing what he told you to do. That's on a hamster wheel. On mad I'm on a hamster wheel. I didn't put myself on a hamster wheel and I'm <laughs> That's a whole word right there. Put it away. Now I'm right. mad. And I'm mad yeah. at him. Because I'm like, I'm on his hands wheel. You could have took me on his hands wheel. He's like, who I took you off three times. <laughs> you keep jumping back on it. You keep getting <laughs> Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, I asked all of my guests this question. Why? Or what does prayer mean to you? That's what I ask everybody. Hmm. I have an answer for me. Prayer means a conversation. It is a, for me, it is a conversation. Um, and I start my conversation, it's a conversation with God. And the, um, I start it with reverence. However, um, it isn't so prayer for me, and I don't know for other people how it is, but for me, I it is a straight conversation, almost like how I'm having it with you for me. Um, but it's me connecting to God in that manner to say everything isn't always, you know, I don't pray with the whole eloquence of. Um, like some of these, some, when you're in church, you might hear someone's been praying for years and they, they just, it's just rolling. Oh, heavenly father. And da, da, da. sometimes it is me really literally sitting on my bed and it's like, I thank you for the day. I need you, but this is something I didn't understand. And I really need your help on. And what is it that you want me to do? Where is it that you want me to go? Um, you know, I already, sometimes it's, those are my moments where I have like, if there's confusion about something or I just need guidance in the area or just more information um, or there is the kind, you know, the prayer is just the time to where I need to show my love and my gratitude for something. I am in a constant state of prayer every day. I tell people I talk to God way too much, talk about God way too much. 
Um, and I talk about talk to God a whole lot more, even when I'm in the middle of out somewhere with um, I could be after we get off of this thing, I'll still be talking to God. It's an all day thing for me. Um, and it's how I function because I need I mean, he is always there ready to talk to me. So I am make I make myself available for that where I never did that before because now in my life I'm at a point in my life where that is the most important relationship above all else to me. Mm. And I am that guidance that he has shown and proven to me um in ways that I couldn't even I can't get it from somebody else. And so even now I find myself in conversations where I would have been so quick to pick up the phone and call my mother, call my friends. Like I'm not even in a rush to do that. I'm already on the horn with God. Like, look, (laughs) I need, you know, you know, I need to say thank you. I need to give thanks. I, I saw what you did there. You know, in my mind, it doesn't have to. My mouth doesn't even have to move. It's already in my head. Like, I got to saw what you did there. I saw what you where you stopped me from doing this. Or I saw where, you know, I, I said something. And just in that moment, I had to take my words back because I saw the rebuke coming and I couldn't. It was like, oh, here it goes. So for me, it's a conversation um, that I have with my father that um, I can say. Um, just about anything, whether it's me crying out or just giving thanks. It's a conversation that's always happening at certain times um, of the day. Um, but the meditative part is where when I'm really looking for answers, where I set aside time to really, you know, sit and listen. Um, so that's different um, for me. So and then there's prayers of reverence that I I, I really am and prayers of healing that I love or uh, make time to um ask and pray for and give thanks for so it's different it's for me that's what prayer is it's just a constant conversation yes mm. thank you all right well this is the 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 fun funniest time i love to see um people faces when i say this because before we leave we always do a little bit of bible trivia and uh-huh. so I have a question for you and it's multiple choice. Okay. So we do this just to, it's good for me because it teaches me to, and I get to learn something about the Bible. And then if you ever come across this again, you'll remember it and you'll remember this podcast. (laughs) So my question is, what does Paul say may abound more and more in knowledge and in all judgment? Is it love, life, death, or truth? Once again, what does Paul say may abound more and more in knowledge and in all judgment? Is it love, life, death, or truth? Um... I want to say one, but I think it's the other. <laughs> it's funny. Um, say say the question again. I think I have. Uh, say the um, read okay. the. Sure. What does Paul say may abound more and more in knowledge and in all judgment? 
Is it love, life, death, or truth? Gosh, I want to say truth, but I think it's life. No, I want to say love, but I think it's life. I think I'm going to say life because that was my first one, but I want, I really want to say love. So I think. I... <laughs> okay. Which one? Life. Love or life. 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 I'll say life. Mm. It was love. You had it. it. <laughs> I want to say love, but I was like, oh, Lord. It was love. And it comes from Philippians 1 and 9. That's where you can find it. Oh, Um, But yes, it was love. I was like, okay, yes, yes. She said she wanted to say love. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So I went with my first one because I was like, oh, that's the, well, let me just stay with the first, though. Oh, okay. Yes, it was love, but that was good. Like you did, at least you did. You was you had it, and I was like, "Ooh, is she gonna say it? Is she gonna say it?" So, yes. well, I, I thank you, thank you, thank you for sitting down with me this day for praying and preaching. Before we go, two things: just tell everybody where they can find you, where they can follow you, how they can get your services, how they can support you with Harder Louise, how they can hire you for interior Yay. design. So give all of that, all of your handles, your contact. And then the last thing I want you to do is just any words of wisdom or whatever it is that you want to share your final words for um, for the people. But let us know where they can find you and all of that good stuff and your contact yes. information. You can find me in these streets. No. Um, <laughs> All um, social media outlets, L Davis Design, all one word, LDavisDesign.com, um, L Davis Design on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. And we're not on Twitter for L Davis Design. Can and same. Spell, spell L for them so they'll. Oh, E L L E. Yes. Embodying long lasting excellence. Mm. Um, it is L Davis Design. It's also a play on my name, it, Erica Lauren. So we took the L from that. Um, and E L is the uh, term for God as well. So um, we, I, I love that when I found that out. I was like, oh my goodness. But yes, L Davis Design on all media outlets, and our website is L Davis Design. You can send us an email and contact us by um, um, email at info at ldavisdesign.com. For Heart of Louise, our website is heartoflouise.org, um, and it's L-O-U-I-S-E, heartoflouise.org. Um, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and um, TikTok. TikTok, yes. Because I watch y'all videos. They so, I love them. <laughs> TikTok is a hard ministry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, oh, it man. is. Yes, so. it is. Cause I'm on it too, and it is a honey. It's, it's a lot, lot. But anyway, but I <laughs> check them out though. Seriously, on TikTok. Yeah. like I love it. They have been doing like a challenge, and like every day they've been posting something, and it's been so amazing. So I love yes. It. So look at us there. We're Heart of Louise Org on there, and Heart of Heart O L TikTok. Um, we for your services need. We are a professional design company. We are very um, intentional in our work and very 
ambitious in our designs. We love, 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 love to make our customers happy. And it is what matters most. We are a service-driven company on all forts for either the design or the autism advocacy. We love to serve. We are service-minded um, and we are blessed in that fact. So if you have any design, um, no design is too big. No job is too small either. So please let us know. We'd love to work with you. Um, and again, we are a residential and um, commercial uh, interior design company. So we do all uh, for large to small office settings. So uh, just keep us in mind when you are looking for your design needs. And if you need a virtual cons consultation because um, you're stuck in a platform and you want to move forward and you're not sure how to do, keep a space um, together. So you let us know that. And we also provide some organizational um, structure uh, um assistance as well if you need help organize, organizing a space together. Um, so let us know. We celebrate all styles and no design is uh, different from there. Your style is your style and it never goes out of style. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And final words, what do you want to leave with the people? What you want to leave with the people? Words of encouragement, inspiration, or yes. whatever it is, whatever you want to whatever you want to say. Um, if we all did something small, none of us has to do a lot. If we all do a little, not everyone doesn't have to do a lot. So make some time to do something um, good for the world and for your space, because we are all in this together. And don't play with God, because God don't play with us. So he's always there. Um, just keep that in mind. Um, he's the first one waiting to talk to us in the morning and the last one waiting to talk to us at night. And the only one there when nobody else is in the room waiting to talk to you. So please um, don't take it lightly. He's there. And it's it's not some, you know, some being that's out of touch and, and not able to, to reach. He is there even for a lowly person like me. So just remember that. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I thank you, my sister, because you know how I feel about you. Mm -hmm. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Like I recently heard, I love you like a pig loves his flock. And it ain't nothing you can do about it. And I love a pig. <laughs> Those are not my words, but I've been using that thing ever since. I was like, yes, you know, that's a true love right there. So but I thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out to to chit chat with me today and so i just i'm just so proud of you i don't even know what to say i just oh. love to see um you prosper i can't wait to see what else god has in store for you and i know it is something that is big because everything attached to me wins hello what she say everything attached to me wins so yeah. i believe it yeah. i'm claiming it for you I so, love it. and it goes Thank both and look and it go both ways okay? yes it's not just one-sided everything attached to you will win as well. And so, yes. All right, we need to hear I, some Anthony Brown. Some, what's that? Every time you look up, you're going to see me winning. <laughs> I get to running on that song. I love it. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, all right, y'all. I thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Praying and Freaking, a time to show, tell, and know how prayer changes things. It is not a cliche. It's a reality. I will catch y'all next time. It's your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker. Y'all know what I always say. Deuces! God bless y'all. Take care. I'm out. Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up. Yeah, prayers up. Blessings from the Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up. Prayers up.